From beach towels to tea towels, and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT Shop has it all. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Pour yourselves a drink from the non-globalist drinks cabinet. Grab some salted nuts and have a mingle with great people. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Hello, everybody. I'm Abby Roberts, and welcome to the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. Miss Dynamite is here for your delectation. Not many people have seen this face so early in the morning, you lucky buggers. But you are the most important part of the show, because without you, I'd just be a big-haired, big-titted woman sitting, talking to herself in a padded room. And we don't want that, do we? So, you can contact me in numerous ways. You would not believe the number of ways that you can get in touch with me. You can join the live chat, which is on the website, tntradio.live. You can even email me, very old school, Roberts at tntradio.live. You can call me. <laughs> call me, baby. Oh, it's like one of those old chat lines, isn't it? Call me, have a chin wag, get the tea on, get the coffee on, get the vodka. Do you think this is water? Are you joking? Just, you know, let's just have a chat. Please, people say, oh, I'm a bit shy. No, you're not. I know most of you. We had two Australians on yesterday and one Brit. So come on, come on, Brits. Let's uh, let's up the ante. Uh, just give us a call. There's even, uh, there is another way. I'm trying to remember what the other way is. Oh, pigeon. Pigeons. That was it. Yeah, pigeon. And let's see what numbers you can call. Our lines are open. From the U.S. and Canada, call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Hello, welcome back. So you've got the numbers. Oh, I just love the way that guy reads them out. 0330-024-1026. That's UK. You've got so many numbers. They're coming out of your backside. We've got a great packed show today. Can you tell? I'm literally like, I've had about six million coffees and I'm zinging and zanging all over the place. My guest today is the wonderful Mark Atwood. Don't go anywhere, please, because he is a fantastic guest. And uh, we're going to be chatting about all sorts. Trump, the weather, um, you know, the end of the world, all those wonderful, joyous things. I did forget to mention, by the way, that you can also download the tntradio.live app on your mobile phone. You know what those are? I know there'll be some of you going, oh, what's this? It's Minokia 35010. I don't even know if that's a brand or not. Whatever, just off the top of my head. So uh, if you haven't got apps, where have you been? It's not 1982. So get on it, everyone, because you can, you know, you can contact me. Do you have a little look at the live chat before I get into my first little uh, story? Um, so we've got Trudy. Hello, my darling Trudy on the live chat. Good morning. Was about to call Monday because Abby wanted a call from France and then I got a call I had to take. Oh, oh no, that's not true. That's someone called Shin. <laughs> Shin? Are you named after a part of your body that you particularly like? Have you got nice shins? In fact, that would be good, wouldn't it? People send in photographs of that. Actually, they might get, might get a bit dodgy. Um, and there's We Fat Shug, uh, if a Welsh man can understand me. Or oh, someone's put, oh, Trudy says I'm shy. 
Trudy, come on. Are you joking? Uh, someone's put, there is no cork in Abby's bottle. <laughs> well, <laughs> lovely to hear from my first husband. Uh, all the, oh, I had a terrible first. I had a wonderful second marriage to my late husband, Terence. God bless him. First husband, absolute wanker. He was a writer, he was a comedian, and he was a, a yeah, a twat in, the, in that, definitely in that order. Um, what else? Uh, what else in the live chat? Alt media will just will be just as bad, unfortunately. Well, this isn't alt media. This is TNT. This is free speech. This is me, Abby Roy. You're not going to get any sugarcoating from me. So I want to play you a little clip um, of what's happening in Bonnie, Scotland, which is still part of the UK, just about, just hanging on there. NHS Scotland uh, are releasing this video and I'm going to be talking over it. So can we, uh, can we play the little clip? So this is NHS Scotland, everyone. This is a real, actual thing the government is saying. So you don't fall over, they're teaching you how to walk like a penguin. So you've got these people just seriously doing this. Shuffling along. Honest to God, what's next? It's cold, wear a coat, wear a hat, put your heating on. I mean, it's ridiculous. So that's uh, that's Scotland, thanks to Nicola Sturgeon and the communists and fucking Scotland, where they can shove the penguins up your ass. And now, very special, only on the Abbey Roberts show is the propaganda review. That's what I'm calling it. It's papers, but it's propaganda. So let's have a little look at the front page. We've got on the Guardian. You can see that wintry blast. Uh, and put Britain in the freezer. Oh, is it? It's because it's winter, is it? Oh, it puts Britain in the freezer. Oh, apocalyptic. Honest to God, the grawny, the grawny ad, I call it. Um, let's have a little look at uh, <laughs> this, uh, this uh, story. Oh, this is wonderful. This is so Guardian. Right, okay, so take a look at this artwork. If everyone can see it, right? That is... Upstream, an installation designed to question the contradiction between economic growth and the climate crisis takes shape at the London Art Fair at the Business Design Centre in Islington, North London. By the way, Islington, North London, one of the richest boroughs in London. Oh, the con it's just the hypocrisy is off the scale. So they're, they're basically saying, oh no, we don't, oh, we, we, don't, we don't want growth, economic growth, the people having jobs and being able to afford their mortgages and homes. I know, let's do some art. I'm telling you now, we have got, we've gone so far into the Soviet era in this country, it's unbelievable. And I'm sure there's some Aussies and people around the world who will be thinking the same thing about their own countries. Um, so, the next story is, uh, oh no, that's wrong. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, I had the sticky bit on the wrong page. You don't want to get the sticky bits um, where you shouldn't be sticking them. Right, here's another. There's a mansion. Here's another story in the, the Guardian. Mansion replaces oil boiler with heat pump. The installation of the pipe work involved drilling 32 vertical boreholes wait for this, in an overflow car park with each hole 180 metres deep. 180 metres deep? You might as well frack, for heaven's sake. And that's him. Look, mansion replaces. It's all propaganda, everybody. Because I'm telling you now, if we don't have fossil fuels, oil, gas, uranium, 
then I'll tell you what, if it gets colder, oh, lots of people are going to die and very miserable lives. Absolute bastards. So, uh, yeah, it's all to do with reducing your carbon footprint. And uh, that's what I, this is what, this is what I think of The Guardian. Oh, against the green screen. They didn't like that in the, in the gallery. Right, uh, let's have a look at The Times, everybody. The Times, the wonderful Times. Um, what have we got here? We have got, for your delectation, um, backlash at Farming College's vegan menu. A leading agricultural college has apologised after encouraging students to try a vegan menu it said would contribute contribute rather to mental well-being and a healthy diet. Bishop Burton College, a further education college in East Yorkshire that prepares students for a career in farming, said it was hosting meat-free Mondays and well-being Wednesdays at an on-site cafe as part of an annual challenge to go vegan for a month. An online post about the events prompted anger among students and the farming community who said the college should be the institution banging the drum for the sector. Oh dear, plant-based options, Arida, but oh, for heaven's sake. I'm telling you now, all I know all vegans I know are, I mean, look dreadful. I like my meat, as pe many people watching will know. Um, right, so... That is, uh, do we have another story? Do we have another story? Oh, we do. Um, a capitalist plot be buried near Marx for 25 grand. Highgate Cemetery, by the way, also in North London, not that far from Islington. Remember the rich borough I told you about? They had the art installation. Highgate Cemetery is due to charge up to 25 grand for burial spots near the philosopher Karl Marx. Karl Marx, who, by the way, also um, destroyed... Um, millions and millions of lives uh, with his with his philosophies and we're kind of seeing it now actually it's just been repackaged by the way you know all the wef stuff all repackaged marxism the north london cemetery is a popular tourist spot for devotees of the communist thinker oh do you know what so uh, if you've got a spare spare 25 grand because most socialists by the way do have a spare 25k um they just like to spend other people's money so this is what we think the times Shove it up your ass. One thing that I do like, J.K. Rowling, really Britain's nastiest novelist. No, J.K. Rowling, very brave, because she said men are men and women are women. Let's have a little look at uh, at the time. Bloody, we whipped through that. It's unbelievable. So, it's cold. It's cold in the UK. It's 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 quite. It's yeah. It's pretty pretty cold. I mean, it is winter. Reminds me, you know, of when I uh, I lived in Moscow. Do people know that? I actually lived in Russia in the 90s. Um, in fact, somebody asked me about this the other day. I was studying to be an opera singer. At the Mo this is not, this is no word of a lie. At the Moscow Conservatoire. I've led a very, very, this is honestly, people said, to, are you sure you're not making that up? No, I was at the Moscow Conservatoire 1990 uh, to 1991 uh, learning. And I was speaking, obviously speaking Russian. Я говорю по-русски. Свободно, это мне очень нравится говорить по-русски. Are there any Russians, by the way. Any Russians uh, joining us? I've been called a Russian spy, by the way, many times. When I say I speak Russian, I've lived in Russia, they all go, oh yeah, tell us about your uh, your MI6 connections. Don't be ridiculous. And even if I was a spy, well, I, I couldn't tell you. Well, if I did tell you, I'd have to, I'd have to then kill you <laughs> or something. Keep it light, Abs. I've been told to keep it light. So we do have 
Very, yeah, it, it is cold here, uh, but I'd love to hear if there's anyone um, out there who is from uh, from Russia and um, uh, or who's who's lived there. And let's have a little look at the live chat again. Um, little look at the live chat. Oh, Peter Falder, typical Guardian crap. Uh, yes, awful. Ter yeah, Guardian. Honestly, this climate thing is really gets on my wick because it's propaganda. It's making people go, oh, no, we're all going to die. I know. Let's hasten our death by having uh, wind turbines, which are basically just um, just sort of propellers, aren't they, stuck in the ground that kill birds. Uh, imagine all the wildlife underneath those, um, underneath the, you know, the big, great big mast. I mean, do you have them in Australia, wind farms? Do you have them? Anyone listening around the world? You know what are your is. You know, do you have them? Can you see them on the on the horizon? Um, is it cold in a Moscow conservatory? Johnny Woodrow. Good morning, Johnny. You're on my dodgy. Uh, you're in my. You're in my. Uh, you're in my private messages, Johnny. Many a time uh, in Telegram, and also you listen to my podcast as well, Abby Daily on Substack. Uh, please do uh, check that out if you want to. Every evening, Abby Daily, as well as obviously this, uh, I'm doing the morning show for the wonderful today's uh, today's news talk TNT. It is quite chilly in a Moscow conservatory. I'm not going to lie. And the word for cold in Russian is холодно. Холодно. That's your word for today. Holodner. <laughs> this is so. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. I love doing this show. It's just like, ding, 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 ding. Let's just, just speak a bit of Russian. Why not? Um, Moscow and Ukraine on the Black Sea. I tell you what, this whole Russia-Ukraine thing that gets on my nerves. Do you remember when many of you will, wherever you are in the world, when the whole thing kicked off? Uh, the Kiev. Well, they started calling it Kiev. It's not it's Kiev. Not Kiev. Um, and do you remember there were loads of people going, we're not going to ever drink vodka again. So people in the UK and around the world, they were pouring vodka down the sink. For a start, vodka in this is not made in, uh, actually made in uh, Russia anymore. It's probably Latvia. So people were going down the sink. What, it, what a waste for a start. What a waste of vodka. And there were people, they were banning Russian music. They were cons They were going. We're not playing Tchaikovsky. Oh no! We've taken Tchaikovsky off. We've taken Rachmaninoff. No, we're not doing Rachmaninoff anymore. Oh, Crime and Punishment. Dostoevsky. No, we're, we're going to take it off. Absolutely absurd. Absurd idiots. The same idiots, by the way, that were putting black squares. Remember on social media for Black Lives Matter? We're going to put a black square on our Instagram to show that we're really worried about race relations. Absolutely pathetic. <laughs> oh, I've got fired up. I really have. Um, not long now, before the first guest, <laughs> well, the only guest today, Mark Atwood, a very, very, very delectable man who shall be joining us um, very, very shortly. Um, let's have a little look at the chat again. Uh, oh, drink the... Uh, someone's put Lisa, drink the vodka, keep Covades away. Oh, that's a that's a funny saying, isn't it? I'll have to remember that one. Uh, Covid. Oh, honestly, the Covid thing. What an absolute... But I can't actually believe that people are still buying it. Uh, OK, time for a break now, after which I'll be talking to the wonderful Mark Atwood. Don't go anywhere or else I'll come and paint some climate change art in your living room. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT's Mark Morano. This just in. 
We have a new way that's proven effective in dealing with climate protesters who deign to block highways, streets, and other public areas. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this appears to be the most effective way. We have a uh, we have a field shot, a correspondent on the scene. Let's go to clip four and take a look at how to deal with climate protesters when they block your way on your morning commute. to see protests shut down but obviously when you're blocking traffic and you're doing that you need to be dealt with i thought this was a great vigilante way of dealing with it mark morano on today's news talk tnt radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener what's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it you know people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is how ubiquitous it is it's in our cars it's in our homes there are so many new ways to access it it's everywhere to find out more go to tntradio.live stay with abby roberts and speak your mind today's news talk radio tnt Hello, welcome back. I'm Abby Roberts. This is the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. We've got a very, very special guest today, Mr. Mark Atwood. Before I welcome Mark, or in fact, we, I could welcome him. Hello, Mark. Come on in. How are you Hello, doing? Hello, Abby. How are you? Yes, I'm good. very, Just very doing good. My facial exercises. Yes, exactly. Just to get my nose very, it's very, very early in the morning. Before we get cracking, I want to play people a, a little clip of you interviewing uh, Riccardo Bossi, who is an Australian uh, Italian. Um, so, can we play uh, a little bit of that clip, please? That'll be lovely. People like you and me, I don't follow the herd, right? Um, and there's not a lot of us, but the rest of them mm. seem to. <clears throat> so, I'm wondering, have you? Have you spoken to any politicians face to face in Australia and tried to convince them about anything? Have you got anywhere with anybody? Has anybody approached you and been positive about trying to learn from what you know? Or is it just have they just blanked you all the way? Yeah, no, the politicians if you can see their face, they have no power. We know that. They're just they're just they're there, they're puppets, they're marionettes, have their strings pulled, they do what they're told. And and a lot of them have no idea. They literally don't. They turn up, they vote for, for uh, for bills to pass through Parliament, and they have no idea why. You know, for example, Queensland, why would they pass a bill to ir- irradiate fruit? Yeah, we'll vote for that. Really, why? Well, why are you doing that? Well, I don't know. And then they are, I guess you think of the kids at school, the the, the laziest, um, dumbest, they put them in a suit and give them what they want. Yeah, that was the uh, that was wonderful. Mark Atwood talking to Ricardo Bosi. Mark Atwood joins me. Mark, a ple- really great to have you here. Tell me about uh, that uh, that relationship you got with Ricardo Bosi and uh, how you came to meet him. Well, you know, I started a channel in 2020 because I, re- you know, I knew that COVID was bollocks and I needed to do something. And um, through that, I've met thousands of people, interviewed thousands of people, and Ricardo stuck out to me because he was um trying to do something positive as far as i could see from from the vantage point of the west of ireland in australia and um you know just i think i think somebody introduced me to him but yeah we just got on really well and and then he read one of my poems out at a, at a big rally and and online and i was like i just find him quite i just find him interested i'm very interested in anybody that's standing up and calling it out for what it is and then trying to provide solutions and ricardo seems to be one of those people 
Yes. And his party, am I right? Is it Australia One? Is that the name I of the, so. the party? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got a boat. And so tell me, um, what? Yeah, so what? You're in Western Ireland. You're Western Ireland. Mm. Uh, when did when did when did you move there? Have you always been uh, in Ireland? In Ireland? Sorry, no, I... just putting on the accent <laughs> there. Yes. <laughs> well, that's good. I've had a Russian lesson from you this morning, and now a lesson in the Irish accent. So that's great. Yeah. Um, what's that word again? Hunya, hunya, hunya. For cold, I can't Hol remember what you said. Hol I've got four Hol Russian words now. Glasnost, Perestroika, Holigno, and Oh, I'll, um, I'll tell you another one. Uh, international relations. Međunarodne uh, atnashenje. Uh, uh, anyway, we won't. Let's let's gonna, let's leave the Russian. That's going to take me a let's, few drinks to learn that let, one. Um, exactly. Let's let's get back to you. What was the question? <laughs> west of, west of Ireland. How long have you been there? Oh yeah, yeah. I moved here about six or seven years ago. I'd lived in Marrakesh before that for four years, and that's because I left. I got fed up of living in the UK in about 2014 because of all the CCTV and the bullshit from the headmasters and headmistresses at the schools. I've got five kids. Moved to uh, Marrakesh, set up a couple of schools there, uh, had a had a, had a little organic homestead thing going on, and then um, found myself in Ireland in 2017 for various reasons, and then uh, COVID hit. Wow. Marrakesh. Mark, are, yeah. you, a, are you by nature? Because I know we've uh, um, you've, you were a stand-up, weren't you, many years ago? Many, many, 34 years ago, 35 years ago, yeah. I was doing stand-up in uh, Manchester and around the country. And, uh, yeah, I did that for a bit, yeah. Yeah. So would you say you're, by nature, a sort of somebody who, who uh, yeah, an explorer? Because that sounds, sounds to me like you are somebody who kind of likes, cha you know, sort of not, not dabbling, that's the wrong word, like sort of investigating things. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I've had lots of different careers. My first career was in the RAF as a pilot, and then I, I resigned from there, and everybody went, are you fucking mad? What? Oh, sorry, I've sworn on TNT. They told me Don't not worry, to. mate. Um, <laughs> You're talking to you me, mad? don't worry. So I left that, and then I, I fell into comedy because I was writing poetry, and I set up a thing called the Life Poet Society, which then got me on stage, and then I started, I got a few laughs, and then I did stand-up for a bit. I had a theatre company, and then I did loads and loads of different things. And the funny thing is, Abby, when COVID here um i call this whole pit this is a spiritual war let's just get that straight that's what this is mm -hmm. it's nothing else it's a spiritual war and when covid hit i got uh, i basically got told to start a youtube channel and I, at the time i was like Are you mad i did if my business clients see me on youtube talking about the things i talk about like demonic possession and ufos and the nature of this war um I, i'll i'll go but i'll be bust i'll be ruined but um it was a calling and i did it and I'm proud to have done it because, um, yes, all of the things that I've done in my life, and I don't know if people watching this will relate to this, but it's like during the last three or four years, I've had a, a life review where all of the different types of jobs, which included being a journalist at the Daily Telegraph for a stint, um, which I was thinking about this morning, which I was I was being groomed, actually, looking back on it, but that's a, that's a different <laughs> story. Um, but but you look at all these different um, experiences that me personally have had, it was all to prepare me for this time. And I think a lot of people um, have had a similar thing. And and that's part of the spiritual awakening that we're going through is realizing that that's the case. But also, you know, one of the things I, I, I try to get encourage people to do is find out who they really are. And this time has is allowing us to do that. And in that respect, COVID, however crazy it is, has been one of the best things that's ever happened to humanity because we now know who everybody really is. 
Yes. And I heard you say to Ricardo, obviously on one of your recent interviews with him, that you've, uh, you th- you know, you're thankful in a weird way for the COVID, as I call it, because you've, you've discovered people like him. You know, you've kind of, you know, read books, written books, and I see your God wins uh, behind you. Tell, tell all the viewers and listeners about that, Mark, your wonderful book. Well, this is a very heavy book that doubles up as a weapon if you need it because it's that heavy. I can, um, I can confirm that as I've got a copy. Yes, it's extremely heavy. And it's the only poetry book in the world with um, 27 pages dedicated to that one. <laughs> your favourite words. I know. I this love is how you, I, This is how I came across you because I saw your video. And I was like, hang on, she's, doing, she's used that word as well. I love her. Um, she's, she's used that word, yes. Well, no, this book came out because during the last four years, I've always been a poet and all this poetry came out and I put these poetry videos out that were kind of narrated um, 2020 to 2022. And the videos got millions of views and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then people said, can you put it in a book? So I did. I just did it for people that asked for it. It's not, you can't only get it on my website. You can't get it on Amazon or anywhere like that. It's a big, heavy thing. And I and I send it out as a kind What I say about this is is if if I'm right, this is a, this is a, uh, collector's item and if i'm wrong it's very expensive toilet paper great or, or doorstop um or no, it's, doorstop. One, it's one or, or doorstop what do we think um obviously with the I, i've got to address this I and mean, i don't have to but um it'll be a bit weird as this is a topical show we've obviously had trump now uh vivek has dropped out of the race and is joining trump what are your I, i've got a weird thing with trump i'm not quite sure tell me what your thoughts are on the 45th well, president, possibly I wrote, a poem in this, I wrote a poem in this book called The Best Is Yet To Come. So I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, hitch my... It's very interesting with him because when in 2016, I was living in Marrakesh and at the time when he stood for president, I was like, oh, it's just another billionaire. It's just another George Bush type character. But didn't really pay that much attention to it. But then I was driving along one day and I was listening to a podcast and I was listening to Trump and suddenly I, I could hear what he was really saying. And then I was like, well, this is weird. I had to pull over. It's like, because he talks in code. And I spent the whole of 2020 sat up listening to, I mean, look at what he did as president. The only one who never went to war. And then he did this victory tour, right? He toured the whole world. And if you look at um, uh, Good Lion Films made a good version of that. A guy called Charlie Freak did a good version. Of There's a lot of people that have told, shown that story, which showed Trump basically uh, the Vatican capitulating to him, everybody capitulating to him. The, the Saudis gave him a, the sword dance, which is only given to kings and royalty. Uh, when he walked in front of the queen, when he came, he, he was in front of her and everybody in the papers were like, oh, he has no etiquette, no decorum. But it was because she was capitulating to him. So we're going through this, we are going through this huge, huge, huge war, um, most of which is completely unseen and, and we're being distracted. I mean, every I'm, it's, I'm of the opinion that every single politician that we're seeing in the world right now and have been for the last four years at least is not the real not the real person i mean ev- mm. everybody can see that joe biden is not the real joe biden that's that's obvious you're only going to go back and look at what joe biden used to look like and then you look at all the gaffes and all the all the like the penguin thing you just showed within the nhs i mean it, it's <laughs> comedy there's comedy it's pure comedy right yeah and it's surreal because people are actually dying during this process so it's a it's a very weird spiritual line. And I come back, so with Donald Trump, um, I'd love, you know, I'd love it to be true that he's uh, in charge of the white hats and, or, and that he's being a front man for the, for the biggest military sting operation in history. And I believe that that is the case because if it isn't the case, we're truly effed. Yes. 
It's uh, it's 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 interesting. I, I mean, I, I it's so weird because I, I think I saw you write in your on your Substack, which is excellent, by the way. So people oh, can you. check your uh, writing out that you're um, you don't really sort of believe in politics anymore. I mean, because of the last, well, particularly the last four years. So how I, I'm finding it very difficult to look at America and elsewhere around the world and kind of get engaged because to me, we've moved past that now. You know, we've 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 seen such um traitorous activity my, i mean my issue with trump is that he did he did back big pharma with the with the with the the experimental vaccines so it's kind of i, I i've got a bit of an issue with that but how, well, how he, do you reconcile I mean, that opera, operation warp speed um i personally think it saved billions and billions of lives i think it <laughs> did uh, because he sped up those plans uh, for annihilation i mean i i've known for years that this was coming and you know the yeah. project for the new american century the protocols of the elders of zion i was reading these uh, years and years ago um right. so i knew i knew something was coming and, and and you know if you look at the georgia guidestones the first new commandment was to perpetuate humanity in no to to uh, keep humanity below 500,000 500 million people in perpetuity with nature. So they, they have to tell us their plans. So I knew that this was coming, which meant that I've been a conspiracy theorist for a long time and thrown out of parties and been in massive relationship bust-ups and fights with people, people trying to square up to me in my own house because I told them 9-11 wasn't what, wasn't what they said it was. But um, what's the, uh, the... I've completely forgotten the question. It's too early for me. <laughs> I need some so more of so Do you know what though? Because I, because I, we we get on. Oh, no, no, no. You know, he, you, Trump. I, I'm forgetting that I'm on camera. I don't know. No, it's Trump, no, no. It's Trump. It's Trump and the vaccines, right? So, yes, he did yep. do the Operation Warp Speed, and in it, and it's very, very interesting because I know some really, really good people who have been online for years talking about this stuff, who um, who've said, no, I, I just can't go near him anymore because of that. But at the same time, if you look at all the press conferences that happened during when COVID started. And I stayed up every single night, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., watching Donald Trump do these press conferences. And during those press conferences, he talked about chlorine dioxide, ivermectin, light therapy, etc. And that inspired me to go and actually look into these things, which is why I've now opened the healing center up in the west of Ireland. And now why we've got 550 other people who want to do the same worldwide, because we're taking action towards taking our responsibilities with our own health. So part of the spiritual quarantine period that we've been in is really about us getting back to being sovereign in every aspect of our lives. That means being responsible for your thoughts, your spirituality, your emotions, your uh, knowledge of history, your knowledge of science, your, your health, your wealth. All of these things are our responsibility, but we've abrogated that responsibility to the government because we've been trained since we, before we were born to do this. Yes, suckling on, on the, the people of the state. But this yeah. is why I don't think politics is the answer. I mean, I watched Andrew Bridget in the House of Parliament yesterday and I applaud I mean, God knows how he puts it. I'd just punch those people, wouldn't you? Those people who stand up and go, oh, isn't it just because we've got an aging population? No, it's because we're trying to do I'd be like that. Yeah. And Bridgen yeah. somehow doesn't manage to do that. But I've, And I've met him as well. But it's interesting. His name is Bridgen because he's a bridge. And um, I think... There, I there are, think politics... Well, I've... Yeah, I've, I've got, I've got, well, you probably know I've got views about Bridgen. <clears throat> not not well, because no, of... Well, um, yeah. no, no, I, I know what you mean. I mean, I don't know. And but the yeah. thing, and I don't think politics is the answer. But I think that the pop, the general population needs to see somebody standing up and doing something. This is why you know when I interview Ricardo, I get loads of people in Australia going, "Nah, he's a grifter. He's this, that, and the other." And I'm like, 
Well, yeah. you get that all the time with this anyway, but I'm just exploring these things. And anybody that is actually standing up, whether they're controlled or not, there's some, there's often good things that comes out of controlled opposition, you know, the, the, and you, you cannot move for somebody, like you said earlier, you in Moscow, you must be MI6. I mean, it's just like yeah. endless. <clears throat> you know, where, where does it end? You know, so yes, yeah, I know. What yes. you mean. But no, I don't think politics is the answer. I think the way forward for the human race is that we have to become sovereign. We have to be organized locally. We have to have gold back financial system. I don't think money is going to be the answer either, but it's again, it's a bridge and I'm very pragmatic. So I, so since I started, I've been teaching people how to market themselves online because I used to do that for a living and mm. how to make money, how to become independent, how to, how to trade in crypto to make lots of money to be able to be outside of the system and then setting up healing centers. So we're doing something yep. now with what we've got in front of us because we can do this, but we've, yeah. but we, it feels like such an isolated position to be in when you are awake during this time. Uh, that's why I think it's amazing that, uh, Ray, you know, that you, uh, congratulations on this show, by the way, I watched your first episode the other day and TNT seems to be a very, very good organization. I, and I hope it grows brilliantly because it's a great way of, it's such an important medium because it looks like mainstream and it sounds like mainstream Yes, and it, and, 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 and but free speech is at the core of it. And that is so, so important. And people seem to have forgotten yeah. that. Yeah, 100%. And uh, and the legacy media, I'm hoping, will uh, be sweating and panicking and thinking, oh, God, we haven't got long left. Let's all kind of... I mean, I'm just wondering when it's when the lights are going to go out. Do you reckon literally the BBC will just literally be like, one day it'll be like, and that's... Thank you very much. <laughs> and then just, you know, the lights fade. Well, you know, I hope, like, I hope, like a well, movie. I hope it's more like V for Vendetta and it all just gets blown up. Because, you know, <laughs> yes, yeah. More I, exciting. You know, that, that, I mean, people, how do people tune into the BBC? How do they still tune in? It's, it's beyond words. I mean, there's a, yep. there's a paedophile statue on the side of the bloody building, you know, yes. and, the, and Jimmy Savile. I mean, hello. I know. It's, it's extraordinary. I mean, I've got, I know people who have uh, this morning, you know, ITV or, or, or Good Morning Britain or whatever, or, or any of the other uh, loads of shit, they have it playing in the morning sort of constantly, you know, so they're there kind wow. of going, no, no, with the coffee. And then you go, and I'm like, I sort of feel physically sick. I can't, I can't oh, I sort of look at it. Yeah. Well, I go, it. I go visit my mum. My mum lives in Birmingham and, and you know, right. she, she's been listening to me for 20 odd years uh, about this stuff. Well, more, 30 years, right? And I went to visit her, and, and God bless her, she puts the telly on all day yeah. long. And I'm like, Mum, why have you got this on? She goes, because I'm lonely. And I'm like, the telly, what's it, how's it keeping you company? Because it's noisy. I'm like, well, put something else on, put on a, fucking, put on a, a record or something. But she's got it yeah. on all the time. And she knows everything that I've told. I've told her everything. I've told her, this is murder. This is genocide. These guys, this yeah. is Satan's world. This is good yeah. versus evil. You got it. And yeah. she's finally getting there. But I did go there, I think, a year and a half ago, and I sat there and I looked at her and I went, Mum? She went, what? I said, you had the jab, didn't you? I just knew she'd had it. <gasps> and she went and okay. she ran into the kitchen and I chased her into the kitchen. I was like, why did you do it? And she said, because I was scared. And I was like, oh, God. And it's the TV. Yes. The, the blood, sorry, my language. The bloody yeah, television is, is yeah. killing people. They're killing people. And everybody yes. in media who's been complicit in this and politics and the NHS and every any, teachers, all of you that have been complicit, you're yeah. done because you're going to have yes, to answer agreed. to God. And when you answer to God, and I would be pretty scared of that if I was you, because that is going to be much worse than some wiseacre yep. on a radio show shouting at you. Indeed. Mark, where can people find you finally? I'm not telling anybody where I live, but if you want to get me <laughs> no, I don't mean you. I don't mean your literal address. Like in, <laughs> in the social media world. 
Um, well, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've been banned on loads of um, platforms, but I, I do um, mainly live Twitter? on Rumble. Uh, Twitter, yeah. yeah. I mean, Twitter, I've re- I started that again a year ago, and that's gone extremely yeah. well. Um, so Twitter, Mark so Rumble. And the themarkatwoodshow.com, yep. which is the only place you can get this if you fancy beating somebody over the head with it. Because actually, this is a really good wake-up thing. I know people that – there's a dentist in Ireland that leaves it in her surgery. And I, I went to see her, and I said, are you really leaving this in the surgery? She goes, this yes. is a great conversation starter. I was like, really? Oh, great. It, so, it's yeah, brilliant. That's, that's... God will win. Mark Atwood, it's been an absolute pleasure. Do come back and talk to me again very soon. God bless Thank you, Thank you, Abby. God bless you. Take care. Take care of yourself. Cheers, pal. Bye, Cheers. Everybody. So after the break, I'll be talking to you. So give me a give me a call. Don't go anywhere, or else I'll pinch your secret stash of M and M's. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. When a crisis hits close to home and across the globe, nonprofits are on the front lines, ready to serve. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. The demand for charitable services has skyrocketed, and nonprofits are rising to meet the needs. Healing, nurturing, rescuing, honoring, protecting, caring, inspiring. The work of philanthropic organizations of all sizes across all missions has never been more important. And it's donors and volunteers like you who make all this possible. Thank you. Together, we change the world. The Nonprofit Alliance. Around here, bushfire is just a part of life. We've been through it before, and we'll get through it again. The people here all look out for each other. We're a community that does its bit to plan and prepare to keep everyone safe. We live with bushfire, so we live bushfire ready. Telling you how it really is. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Hello and welcome back. I'm Abby Roberts. This is the Abby Roberts Show here on TNT. We have a caller... Who are you and where are you calling from? Uh, hello, my name is Johnny Woodrow. I'm calling from the UK, right in the middle of the Hello, of the Johnny! And I, 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 you all right? Yes, how, how are you doing? Well you. This, this is, uh, do, doing all right. I, I, I just wanted to call in and, and make a, uh, an audience request to the TNT bosses, the Oz bosses, that they, they let you broadcast this from a big bed. You know, homage to uh, to uh, Paulie Yates bre- and call your to show the Big Breakfast. Abby Roberts, awake in bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know oh, that the high you. point of uh, British uh, breakfast broadcasting. And now this that is would the be high good point fun. of British broadcast breakfasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, anyway, yes. And, and were you th- <laughs> and were you thinking? And maybe maybe you could sort of come and be a Michael Hutchins character. I mean, obviously, um, when he was alive, um, you know, uh, be in bed as well next to me. Well, I, I, I mean, obviously, I, keeping I would it not like distance. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, Bless I, you, Johnny. I, I, I wouldn't turn that down. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> so tell oh. me, how's how how how's 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 weather with you in the Midlands? Is it is it for for for, for freezing? 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. It says, like, my, well, you know, my weather app that always says, severe weather warning, moderate snow. You know, that, that mad kind of combination of uh, phrases. And uh, it, yes. it, right now it says it's minus five. It's not minus five. It's, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it's cold. Yeah. I live in a big Victorian house, but it's not minus five. I mean, it's, yes. it's that... Um, yeah. That storing up of the weather like it's an adventure out there all the time, isn't it? That kind of thing, that nonsense. Yes, so, no, exactly. Or be, be afraid. Yeah, it ain't Mos- it ain't Moscow, Johnny. I can tell you, like it's not minus fifteen that I used to have, uh, you know, experience when I was on my way to the Moscow Conservatoire. As I thought everyone would say, yeah, so that that's cold. That's proper cold when you're there. Have you that, ever, have you ever been to Russia, I, I, Johnny? Uh, I, I went to Latvia once to do a conference, Ooh. and is that is that close enough? I did my geography is rubbish, but um, that, that's not quite it'll, all the way there, it, is it? it? It it'll do Latvia. In fact, funny enough, that's where they make the it'll vodka do. now. Is Latvia? They don't make it in Moscow it? anymore. So yeah, that'll do Latvia. Yeah, uh, why I, not? I so was wh- hanging out with a, a few a few Baptists over there. We didn't get the vodka. That was a bit of a shame. But there we are. Oh yes, the Baptists. I know because that's your. Um, you are a, a preacher, aren't you? By trade. Am I right in saying that? By trade. <laughs> yes. Yeah. By trade. In, <laughs> Sorry. In like you're a tradesman I, uh, going in and bringing God to people. That's right. That's right. I was. Uh, I was over there do, selling my wares. You know, doing that. Uh, do a yeah. bit of preaching and that kind of thing. Um, do uh, a bit of I preaching was, um, on the side. Doing a bit of preaching on the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I thought I'd call up because, you know... Uh, yes, thank you very much, Johnny. Daily gang need to put in a showing. So uh, I thought... Oh, I'd thank you. Yes, God bless you. So come on, the rest of Abbey Daily. Where, where the hell are you? Look at Johnny. He's stepped up to the plate. Love you, Johnny. God bless you. And uh, speak to you soon. All right. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. That was uh, my friend Johnny Woodrow uh, calling from the Midlands. Get on the live chat and I'll read some out, or you can call me. Here are the numbers. We don't have them. So I'll tell you what, should I read them out? Because it's, you know, I'll do it, but I'll do it in the voice. So here we go. If you're calling from the UK, it's 03300241026. If you're calling from Australia or New Zealand, it is or New Zealand, it is 108 uh, sorry 18006703101 or you can email me at live. and that was my own voice in case you wondered. Let's have a little look at the live chat oh it's amazing you've woken me up guys johnny's woken me up right edinburgh oh someone's put edinburgh is a city built on a city oh the oh i don't know (laughs) i don't know what this is relating to so do we have any comments about um about trump um Let's have a look. Oh, Paulie Yates. By the way, guys, do we, we know who Paulie Yates was, right? I'm sure Australians watching will know. Br- brilliant woman and uh, obviously and married to the great late Michael Hutchins, who was the lead singer of In Excess. One of the best bands. Uh, and I don't know whether they were satanic or not, but I mean, what great tunes that they that they wrote uh, in excess. Yeah, brilliant. Michael Hutchins, probably one of the best front men um, of any band or oh, someone's put I love in excess see I'm just I'm, I'm with you guys there's something about I, I'm there's the zeitgeist because uh, that, that was before I said that about in excess let's have a little look Skippy um, let's have a little look what you say 
Um, I think it may be the opposite. Oh, setting him up as the Messiah. Either way, it is religious and a co oh, I don't really know what that's. I think that may be re regarding Trump. Um, let's have. Uh, I think. Oh, I think you could interview. Someone's put Kathy Crunt. Oh, that's my alter ego news person. She may be making a well. Well, let's not talk about that. Uh, maybe making an appearance at some stage. Um, Hutchins, Michael Hutchins' death was extremely ritualistic. Same with Whitney and her daughter. Yes, it's all for. I mean, look, guys, I've been in the music business. It's murky. I mean, I, I had a I had a recording studio um, a few years ago in the East End of London, and let me tell you, people that know the East End, it's fucking rough as arseholes, right? The East End. I lived on a um, so in a tiny studio up. I was up a ladder. Um, uh, I, I slept above the studio, so I had to go up a ladder every night to go to bed. And let me tell you, if that ladder could talk, it's got a few stories. But it is, you know, music. It's it's it is a bit hedonistic and a bit, you know. Um, but there are definitely people who are properly into the occult in the music industry and in Hollywood. I think there are others who are a bit like, oh, we're just we're just singing great music. We're just doing like, we're singing, you know, we're, we've got great voices, blah, blah, blah. And those I think are slightly different. Uh, tell me if you think I'm being naive. I don't think I am. I think there are people who genuinely good. Oh, uh, got the call now clip. Oh, so can we play please the numbers? Get that clip up. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the US and Canada. Call 1-888-201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Hello, welcome back. So the numbers are up. Don't be shy, guys. Come on. We had some, we had a couple of lovely Australians. Siv, Siv, are you there? Maggie, are you there with your red wine, eating your your potato chips? Uh, I think that's how you say it in Australia. We of course call them crisps here, crisps, because we're so exciting. Um, so if you've got any anyone who wants to call, uh, that'll be really great because we've got about maybe about five minutes, ten minutes left. So um, call me. Don't leave me hanging. It's a bit like, oh, play. it's like waiting for you. You know, waiting for that, um, you know, when you're like about 17. It's like you've met a really nice boy and it's like, oh, you know, maybe you've just had, held hands. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I'll call you. And then you wait by the phone, don't you? In the hallway. Remember those hallway phones? Literally like, <sighs> and then your father would be on the other. Get off the phone, Dad. Get off the phone. Shane's calling in a minute. Had a crush on an Australian boy called Shane. Very good looking. As I said yesterday, for some reason, he went out with Julie Clancy. Julie Clancy. I haven't thought about that name. And actually, his other girlfriend was called Sarah Trayfoot. <laughs> Isn't it weird how you get those? That's from literally from when I was um, yeah, about 13, 14 at school. Sarah, where are they now? They're probably watching this going, hey, wait, we know her. Isn't she the one that used to wait by the phone for Shane? <laughs> for Shane to go. He was very, very attractive. Right. Oh, Someone said, oh, I called the UK number and stuck plus four four in front. Oh, it's Shin. No, don't do that. Don't do that, everyone. Um, <laughs> someone said I called and got an answer phone. No, you, you, you'll, be, you'll be put right through. Um, so do we have any? We don't have any callers. I'm just going to uh, I'm going to have a little look um, at the live chat and just see what else we've got. Um, 
We've got to... I'll tell you what, we, I can tell you about the guest we've got tomorrow. We've got uh, a 99.9% .9 sure. We've got a DJ called Danny Rampling on tomorrow. Fantastic. It be, I mean, he was proper, like, major... Well, he is major DJ. You know, in the kind of the 90s, the rave era? Um, so Ibiza. So he was, like, proper, like, along with Pete Tong. You know, yeah, I love that saying. You know, everything's gone Pete Tong. Everything's gone a bit. Da everything's gone a bit Danny Rampling, darling. Oh, it's gone so Danny. So he's like proper legend, ledge, free speech. He's into you know he, against all the the COVID bullshit. Um, so he's on with me tomorrow. So get your questions in about music. Were you a raver? Were you in that? Were you doing this? Did you have disco biscuits? Some people going. What are they, are they? Literal biscuits? Well, they were quite quite dry, but there was uh, or disco cakes even. Uh, nothing to do with cake, just lots of disco. Where were you? Were you at the Hacienda? If you're in Manchester, were you in London in the rave scene 90s? It was a great time, guys. Lots of very awake people going. Oh, so this is what the world is, and of course they had the uh, the, the music as well. And Danny Rampling was v absolutely at the centre of that. Um, let's have a little look back at the live uh, chat and see, um, yes, and see what people say. In uh, excess, oh, Charlotte, the Baroness, hello, my love. In excess had a song called, oh, it's gone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the chat. Um, oh, girl at school. <laughs> God, it's moving so quick. Girl at school called Teresa Go Lightly, big boobs. That's from Mogden. Do you have people you remember from school? I mean, Sarah Trayfoot, you can't really forget anything like that. I mean, literally, it's like... And actually, she had quite small... They weren't like trays. They were quite quite small. Um, In Excess had a song called Suicide Blonde, which I'm sure is just one of those strange coincidences and therefore nothing to worry about. Yes, very, uh, very true. Um, I think that was... It was also a reference to Marilyn Monroe. Was that song? Do -do 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 -do, suicide Blonde. That was in excess. But, you know, Need You Tonight. Mm, classic. New sensation. I should have been... <laughs> Let's have a little DJ section in this, shall we? As added to everything else I've got to do um, in the show. Uh, yeah, I'd love... I love that. Well, we've got a DJ tomorrow. Danny Rabbling. So we've got a pro DJ. Um... Right, guys, so, uh, any any calls? So there's no calls. <laughs> Only Johnny. For shame. Shame on you, everybody. I wanted to have a little chat. Oh, someone's put, love Mark Atwood. He kept me going through our imprisonment, as did you. This is from Susan. De COVID. Bless you, Susan. Yes, the imprisonment, because it was, you know, I don't... You see, I don't... I'm not as easily... I don't easily as easily forgive. You know, uh, Bridgen, Andrew Bridgen was mentioned. I didn't get into it as much with uh, with Mark. Yeah, not... He hasn't really changed his mind. He's still talking about De COVID and uh, the science, TM. Nothing about ethics and morality. That is what this is about. Not your graphs, not your data. The fact that governments around the world, institutions in all countries, put their boot on the neck of humanity. Nothing to do with the SARS-CoV-2 and, oh, oh, is it virus this and graphs this and this. One death is too many. One death is too many as a result of government policies and experimental gene therapies. That's what you've got to remember. Ethics and morality. People went against God and Christ. That's where we are at the moment. 
Fuck your graphs. Right, we're coming out of it now, guys, and we're coming to uh, towards the end of the show. I'm just getting a little, uh, <laughs> just getting a little sign there. Uh, someone's put. If you can find a phone box these days, it has a defibrillator inside instead of a phone. Very true. Have you noticed that? Very weird, isn't it? How on? Oh, Sid from Sid from Sydney's calling. God bless you, mate. Oh, you took your <laughs> sweet time. Is I, uh, my... ca carry on. My 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 ears were my ears were ringing, and I thought, oh, that's why they're ringing. So yes, I uh, I thought I would uh, I just ring in and tell you just briefly. I know that you're crashing into news in a minute or three. Um, you're talking Ooh. about uh, things that are a bit Soviet era. We still have, and I haven't heard any progress on this, but we have in my country the federal government introducing this misinformation and disinformation uh, legislation, which means that the communications authority here will have power to monitor the social media and uh, pretty much work out what the truth is, at least according to them. And uh, if you're not sprouting the truth in inverted commas, then uh, you know, you'll be taken to the cleaners for it, pretty much. Yes. That's pretty yes. much the summation of it. So um, yeah. I think that is pretty Soviet era. And I, for one, am against that. And, and I think that any sane thinking person should be against it because it is, it really is, it really is like the Soviet era when they go on doing stuff like that. Oh, my God, yeah. you're not telling the truth the way the government wants you to. Quick, throw them in prison. I mean, it is almost yes. like that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent like that, and and isn't that the uh, the WEF? The theme is rebuilding trust. But I saw what's her name, Ursula, Vo you know, Ursula von der Leyen. Um, oh, good old uh, yeah, good old good old isn't Ursula. That, isn't that something? Isn't that isn't that something you name a cat when you can't find a name for a cat? Ursula. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's call it <laughs> Ursula. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Basically, so so Hitler with a pussy, I think, is uh, Ursula von der Leyen, and she is talking about dis. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, ladies Steve. And gentlemen, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Abby said that, not me. Field all complaints to her and TSA, no. right? Don't don't hold but me it's true. responsible for it. Yeah, exactly. She, but it's true. She is, and she's talking about disinformation and misinformation at the WEF. So she is absolutely against um, democracy in in any way, shape, or form. So, Siv, God bless you, my love. Um, thank you so you. much Good for calling. You, we'll, we'll talk again. Okay, we will talk again. We'll talk probably tomorrow. Love you, darling. Bye. Love you, darling. Like a like a, like I know him properly. I've never met the man. Right. So, we are not long off uh, the news, uh, which is coming up at the hour. Let's have a little look uh, and see uh, any any about any. Uh, oh, great show! Thanks, Abby. That's Peter Falder. You know, I could just be re I could just be making these up, couldn't I? Let's scroll down. Excellent show, Abby. You're the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, sorry, no, that's just that's me just making it up. Uh, thank you, Siv. Somebody said, yeah, guys, come on. Give us a call. You can talk about, I mean, you can talk about anything you want. Tomorrow, uh, uh, music. We could talk about whether you like Trump or not. Do you trust him? Uh, do you trust any of the bastards? I'm amazed that people even still go to the doctor, to be honest with you, because they're all traitorous wankers. All of them. Hippocratic Oath. What's that? <laughs> anyway, on that note... Uh, my darlings, you have been fantastic. What a show. What a show. And I'm coming back tomorrow as well. Thanks for joining me today on TNT. Next up, it's Open Line with Rick Munn and Natalie Cheel. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a great day. Be seeing you.